Welcome back to the nine nonprofit trends that matter in 2024, sponsored by our good friends over at RKD Group. We love this value-aligned partner that's helping nonprofits build long-term donor relationships through next-generation tech, data, and marketing strategies that are driving omni-channel experiences and donations. Learn more at rkdgroup.com. Hey, I'm John. And I'm Becky. And this is the We Are For Good podcast. Nonprofits are faced with more challenges to accomplish their missions and the growing pressure to do more, raise more, and be more for the causes that improve our world. We're here to learn with you from some of the best in the industry, bringing the most innovative ideas, inspirational stories, all to create an impact uprising. So welcome to the good community. We're nonprofit professionals, philanthropists, world changers, and rabid fans who are striving to bring a little more goodness into the world. So let's get started. Hey, Becky, what's happening? Y'all, we are talking about creators. We are talking about how do you tap creators and grow influence? This is one of our most prominent trends of 2024, and we're going to get you hyped and ready to understand that these are relationships that only not only need to be nurtured, but they can unlock so much potential for your mission in this brave new world that we're standing in. Yes. I mean, so if you're just listening to the podcast today and you're kind of coming in mid to our series, I just want to give you a little bit of context. So we love to start the beginning of the year with fresh ideas of what we're seeing trending across a lot of different conversations on the podcast and really try to give you the playbook to say, we want to do this in community. There's other people that are already doing this well. And so this conversation is designed to not only just share with you the trend that's happening, but really kind of give you the behind the scenes story. And we always are bringing in a surprise podcast guest to really take it to a deeper level. And that's all going to happen on today's episode. So, so our guest is so good. So John, I'm going to, I'm going to get up on my um, soapbox a little bit because you know, I am so excited about this trend because y'all it's here. The creator economy is upon us. And I know so many of you are like, what is it? (laughs) What does it mean? And I really want to break this down in true like Michael Scott, explain it to me like I'm five years old mentality, because I really want our audience to understand the immense opportunity that is sitting before us. And this creator economy is a movement where creators, influencers, they're generating income by producing and sharing their own content and things like videos, blog posts, podcasts, art, music, like the the potential for all those mediums is just so diversified and wonderful. And it's entirely disrupted traditional media and the way that people consume media, the way that they trust people. And so nonprofits can absolutely benefit from partnering with influencers because it's going to help you amplify your message. It's going to help you reach a wider audience that's already so trusting. And it's going to enhance your impact across all of these channels that maybe we don't have the resources or the bandwidth to be in those channels at all time. And once that strategy is developed, once you've handed your tools over to an influencer, to a creator, it's really about releasing control and allowing influencers to put their stamp and their vulnerability and their testimony directly on our mission. And this is such a good thing. Yeah. I just love this audience that, you know, we're talking about because it's not like the creator economy is new. It's just the nonprofit space really embracing this and recognizing that our only mission isn't just about money. It's also about changing people's opinions and thoughts about the issues to get people more activated. And so we had to drop this stat that you ran across, Becky, because this is so nuts. But the creator economy as a whole 
it's projected to grow to a half a trillion dollars by 2027. Y'all, that's just a couple of years away from right now. And I mean, this movement is growing massively. Corporations and brands are already on board with this. So it's really a, a time for nonprofits to say, how do we do this meaningfully too? And so one of our favorite organizations is the Elevate Prize Foundation. Hey, friends over there. Their mission is and their vision is to make good famous. And they're doing that, of course, by partnering with creators to spread good, spread the joy that we talk about. And so I want to lift a, a quote that Carolina Garcia Jairam, their founding executive director, CEO, shared. She said, we recently got involved this past year with the Streamy Awards. You don't know what that is? That is like YouTube celebration of like the best creators on the It's like platform. the Oscars for it YouTube, is. don't you think? <laughs> but like so much cooler and much more hip. Yes. Definitely. And fun. Fun. It's People so, watch so it. fun. So they partnered with the Streamy Awards celebrating online creators there, they met all of these content creators and influencers who are like at the top of their game, over 10 million followers, some of them, right? And in this space, this is what Carolina said. She said, time and time again, we found out talking to them that most of them were desperate to have more meaningful content, more purpose-driven campaigns, and they, they really didn't even know how to do it. They didn't know how to make those partnerships. It's not in their background, or maybe they don't know how to connect to organizations. So this is a rife opportunity to make the connections for them. And that's why well, we're not saying dump your major gift portfolio. Please don't get the wrong idea here. We're saying, look at it through the lens of like, what are you trying to accomplish? And how could you maybe partner with a creator to help you make marketing as your mission this next year? So I think that's you know the opportunity here. And we love seeing people like Elevate Prize really stepping into this. So we want to help you get tactical though. Like, what do we do? How do we put this into practice? Okay. So let's hit a couple of these key points. And you know, number one is we're going to start with mindset work and we need to begin to understand that this is a key major gift and partnership relationship and should be treated as such. So we need to create time, space, strategy, you know, to stewardship, hello, donor relations yeah. to nurture these relationships. And we don't want to overwhelm them, but it's like, once we figure out who they are, it's like, how do you want to communicate? How can I best help you? Who's your contact? When do you want to post? I mean, finding out all of those things, it is just a different way to look at your portfolio management. Point number two, and if you hear nothing I say on this episode, please hear this. Value alignment is absolutely key. We've had a couple people in our community reach out and say, I want to do this and I don't know how. How do I find influencers? And I would say, start with your value alignment. Why are you here? Why are you showing up? And it's not just the cause, but it's why we're motivated to, to support and perpetuate that cause. Because authenticity and a genuine connection between the influence and the cause are going to be keys to maximizing this relationship and the effect that it can have on your mission. The other thing I want you to think about is that niche communities and micro-influencers are really gaining momentum right now. Like, John, I mentioned this in our presentation. And I want anybody to miss it. Did you see that influencer-endorsed cosmetics have passed influence from celebrity-endorsed cosmetics? Like, I mean, it just that's flipped. interesting, right? In the yeah, last year. And I have to tell you, I get it. My daughter, you know, shops based on YouTube shorts for her makeup. And it's like, this is the way the world is moving into consuming short form content. So platforms that really cater and causes that cater to specific interest and foster this sense of close knit communities are becoming more popular. And they're really enabling creators to connect with audiences who share those passions and they need your heart. They need your stories. So get in there and really drill down on that niche community. 
So good. And I think like when you find value aligned partners, it really enables you to open your hand to their work because look, you're working with people who are creative. And there's one thing that I know about creators is you don't want to try to control the creativity. Flexibility and creativity is like key and allowing them to really move fast because they're probably not going to move at the pace of some of our organizations. They're going to move at, along their own content calendar and how their community expects them to show up. So just being adaptable and really having that mindset that we're not going to be able to control this messaging. And that's the absolute beauty of it. But the things that you can control, like one pro tip for your organization is, do you have a landing place on your site that's really like a media kit? Like, is there a really easy place where people can go find the high quality videos and photos and maybe bios or whatever the pieces are that make it relevant, the stats that really are hallmarks of your organization. Making that really accessible on your website is going to really help the more traditional like journalists and people that are more of a media platform be able to talk really well about your organization and not be waiting on getting a logo approved or something like that. We're going to drop some samples of this. Um, The Special Olympics does this really brilliantly. We'll link up their uh, media kit, kind of their press room on their website in the show notes so you can check it out. But look, you know, we love when all of our trends that we're unpacking this season stack together, and this is one that you really need to lean into. So as you kind of partner with creators and you see this influence that can happen, also think about what we're talking about, that media scales impact. What we mean by that is just, man, when they create these you know pieces of content or these engagements with their community, this is literally watching your marketing as mission expand into communities and into areas and into hearts and minds of people that you never would have had access to. So really stacking these ideas and really coming at it with a growth mindset is going to completely change the trajectory, at least of your marketing and your storytelling aspects this year. So what are other benefits as you kind of lean into this? I just talked about the extended reach and visibility that you get, but here's maybe the biggest hallmark. You're going to build credibility and trust. You know, trust is such a bedrock. I mean, it's something that we all need. It's something that is declining. When you look at the national benchmarks from Edelman Barometer Trust, nonprofit trust continues to decline. How do we build trust? Well, what if we lock arms with people that have the trust of other people and their endorsement is going to help lift our endorsement, right? And so thinking about it creatively, there are ways that we can kind of plug this in, but also amplifying our content you know, they're going to be able to storytell maybe pieces that we've lifted or stories that we've uncovered or stats that we've researched as an organization. So it's just more greater amplification for the pieces that you're already pouring into. And all of this, the more engagement, you got more activation. Now, you know, I'm going to start, Becky, I'm going to start stacking all these trends together because how do you start a movement is with activating the one. So as you engage more, you can have more people to activate. And the last one is that, you know, influencers are often the earliest of adopters to trends. And so truly by partnering, it's allowing us to become more evolved, more in touch with the moment, more in touch with culture so we can better cut through to audiences. And I think if you've been listening to the trend series or hanging around this podcast, you know, we want to be relevant. Like we want to become, you know, part of our culture, part of our fabric, part of the conversations around dinner tables. And the way you do that is you're staying, you know, in touch with communities as they evolve. Oh, so good, John. And I, I I can't have this conversation without wanting to pull in some voices from the We Are For Good community who are already doing this. And we want to give you some examples of it. I think a brilliant one was Jeannie Barsom with Gifting Brands. She 
during the holidays, they put together an online charity auction. And um, if you don't, aren't familiar with gifting brands, they take excess fashion and they give it away and they sell it and give the profits to charity. And so she partnered up with Forever 21 CEO, Casual, and the Boys and Girls Club of America. And they did this online charity auction. What a brilliant idea of putting collaborations, partnerships, and influencers together. Uh, Caitlin Bond, who is an incredible podcast alum and a brilliant impact marketer, shared that she helped one of her clients work with an influencer and their social channels added 5,000 people overnight as a result of that. And then I just love the casual nature of Allison <laughs> White over we stopped at SSM the webinar Health for in this. St. Louis. Let's yes, be honest, totally. let's stop the webinar. <laughs> and she goes casually, oh yeah, we had Cedric the Entertainer on. And it's like, whoa, okay, there are some of you who are using really, really big names and influencers. But you know, I appreciate the people who say, hey, we use our local athletes like in our community who are sort of celebrity status. Or maybe you know, it's a news anchor, or maybe it's somebody in your community has a blog. It's like, whatever it is, find the correct alignment. Okay. I love hearing the community's examples. Like it's so fun to like learn, be learning in real time and realize that it's not just, you know, the elite doing this because we are going to curate some episodes in the playlist that drops with this, this episode today. And we do, we talk to some people that are working with some of Hollywood's like biggest stars of like how to partner with celebrities and so much of like this learnings for how to work with creators is from some of the strategy of working some with, with the best minds out there. So I'm thinking of like Sarah Adolfson with the Artemis agency that on episode 316 talks about how to partner with celebrities to grow your impact. But y'all, all of us don't have access to celebrities. We've said this a hundred times, but I also just love the idea that it's like tapping people that use what they have. You know, we talked to Stephen Hackett that, you know, used his podcast network that talks about like tech geek stuff. Sorry, Stephen, for saying geek, but it's like they embrace <laughs> that kind of mentality it. because they've created a community around technology. Where's the connection to St. Jude? Oh, it's just personal passion, you know? And it's like, they use what they have to storytell, to influence the people that follow them. And y'all, they have raised $2.2 million for St. Jude. But St. Jude had a really open hand for how that partnership took took stock. So go listen to episode 469 if you want to see how a big organization is just harnessing the everyday person through their own passion and their work. And so this is for everybody, I guess, is what we're going to say, is that everybody can plug in here and it's a more inclusive voices um, for your organization maybe than what you have right now, which is a really great benefit. But you know, you don't have to take our word for it, even though we've taken the first part of today's episode to really make the case for why we think this is a trend to pay attention to this year. But you know, we got to tap some of the most expert folks that are living this out day to day. And so I'm really excited for this next part. You know and love him. He's been on the podcast many times. Nick Lynch is in the house today. He is a passionate nonprofit advocate and founder of Kaleidoscope.io, which is this incredible social media analytics and measurement software as a service platform. It's allowing global causes and influencers and organizations to all come together and collaborate and measure their cumulative influence and impact. Are y'all measuring impact and influence? Nick is about to bring the heat of how you can get into this creator economy, start working with influencers to amplify everything that you're doing in such a larger digital community space. He is our go-to expert when talking about engaging with creators and growing influence. Nick, welcome to the We Are For Good podcast for about, what, the third, fourth time? We're so glad you're back. I love being here. I'm re- and I love bringing the heat, you know. Let's like let's really just figure it out cuz it's it's on. 2024 is here. 
it is here. And we've said like the creator economy is here. And if you are not tapped into it, you will be left behind. So kind of set the scene for us. Talk about the creator economy, how the world's media is working today. And just double click on some of those things that we can laser in and focus on this year. Yeah, it's it's kind of been really fun to be um is just an uh, almost a bystander and just a student of really the last decade of what creators are and who they've become and where they started. I mean, I it was I think it was at least 10 years ago where we were first starting to talk to it was mostly celebrities, um, but there were some people that were starting to use this thing called YouTube to create their own content and do really cool stuff. <laughs> this little and website. Mm-hmm. This little website um, that actually was started as a dating app, but we can talk about that at another time. Oh my um, gosh. Always yeah, crazy story. Nick. Yeah, but it, you know, it started as like this idea of like, okay, let's create this thing called branded content where like people are coming to be entertained by our content, but maybe let's figure out how we include a car in our, in our, you know, um, trick shots of basketball or whatever. And and now it's become this full fledged, like massive marketplace of anybody can turn on a camera, be a creator, really do what they're passionate about and have influence and influence can be 10 people, it can be 10 million people, but it's really become just this massive thing. I was just reading actually yesterday, uh, our friends at Goldman Sachs, like these, these guys are legit old school, you know, people who used to be buttoned up and, but now it's like they're, everything's really looking at everything and half a billion dollars. They're looking at, at the creator economy as bringing in a half a billion dollars, excuse me, excuse me, sorry, half a trillion with a T, half a trillion Whoa, dollars. So that's $500 heck. billion dollars. By 2027, a half a trillion, a trillion dollars. It's nuts. So this thing is real um, and it's it's only going to get bigger. And, and it's really exciting to see where the impact space can really leverage this opportunity to ultimately reach new people, tell stories and really create movement for what they're trying to accomplish. I mean, there's a reason why we're attracted to it as a company of We Are For Good and just like as entrepreneurially wired humans too, that we see the trends that trust is slowly just diminishing across the sector. It's something we're vying for. And when you look at how do you build trust at scale now, you have to like look into new ways that, you know, these branded messages aren't the trusted messages anymore. It's like, who do you follow? Who do you connect with? Who do you value align with? So it makes so much sense to work through innovators like that to make new connections and build the trust at scale. So, you know, when we first came to you, Nick, I mean, we love this time, kind of like it's the end of the year and we're starting to like thread conversations together to put together what are the trends that we really see that we want to lift and talk about. And we're calling this one, you know, tap creators grow influence. What did you think when we lobbed that over the fence to you? What did, what, you know, kind of came to your mind when we first presented that to you as something we saw? I, I like the thought. I think it makes a ton of sense. Um, when I saw it, I thought tap alliance grow impact because ultimately mm. when, when you're, when you're tapping the sort of the creator economy, you're really trying to find aligned partners to communicate in a way that you can't communicate or you don't have the ability to, or you need amplification of. And so by tapping that group of people, you're really growing impact because it's amplifying it, it's multiplying it, or it's creating it in a way that you couldn't. So I kind of look at it as a different way, I think. And especially what's weird is that influence has kind of become like this weird word where like people don't want to be considered influencers, right. which I kind of get. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm dealing but, with that with my own scarcity issues, but please keep going. <laughs> no, but, but ultimately, right, like we use, we, we work with partners 
to amplify and to reach places that we couldn't or that we need help in. And so that to me, like that's when I saw that, I was like, I think that's starting in the right place, but we really got to think about how do we find alliances in new places that we weren't before or that we need so that we can really grow the impact that we're hoping to achieve. I think that's really, really smart because an influencer is just another partner. So when you're looking at your partnership strategy, why go simply to just a corporation, to a foundation? You know, there are people who are value aligned with your organization who can create unbelievable traction, awareness, and really that's what we call the movement building. So I would love for you to just talk about why influencer marketing for nonprofit matters this year specifically. Yeah. So, so John, you talked about trust. Um, I mean, I don't think that's, that's broadly, I think nobody trusts anything anymore. Um, but particularly in the impact space, I think there's a lot of pessimism around it. I think there's a lot of generational shifts that are just the opinions are changing. So there's a lot of things that are happening. Uh, when, when we look at the sort of the creator economy space and we survey it all the time, um, and I can share these with you guys, the sources, but 69% of people tell you, will tell us that they are likely to trust a friend or an influencer recommendation over information coming directly from a brand. Believe so, it. So 70%. Right. So that's the vast majority of people will believe somebody. And that's that's true influence. Right. Like if I were to tell you that I just read this great book about um, Michael Jordan. And if you like Michael Jordan, and you're aligned with Michael Jordan, you'll probably want to check that book out. Right. So like it takes a ton of sense. Like when you think about it anecdotally, the other interesting thing, which is even higher than the 70 percent, is that 81 percent of consumers um, are reporting that social media posts from influencers drove interest in an item or a service within the past year. Right. Yeah. So yep. like it's, it is now, it is not only, um, just to tell like some marketing speak, it's a full funnel partnership. It's an execution. You're creating awareness at the top of the funnel. You're creating engagement sort of at that middle of the funnel. And then as people start to be aware of who you are and what you do and become engaged with those pieces, they're then created, there's an action moment and they're creating action. So you can partner with these creators to do all of those pieces of the, the marketing funnel, some of the pieces in combination with multiple influencers to do those types of things. So it's like really looked at now as a medium that really drives really important metrics and really important KPIs for anything that you're doing on the mission side, the marketing side, and ultimately like the storytelling side. Yeah. And it's just something that's so now commonplace on the for-profit, the business side that it wouldn't be under, you know, questioning. So I love that we're having to like actually, you know, hold your hand in the nonprofit space to say, this is totally normal to be having this conversation. We should normalize it. Does a case study come to mind that you would think of? I, I always love calling Nick because he's got these fun stories happening in LA all the time. But like, what's a case study of you seeing this in practice with an organization working with an influencer? Well, I'll keep, I'll keep it. We are for good because I just listened to the St. Jude's podcast. Dr. Lupo has raised so much money. If anybody who doesn't know who Dr. Lupo is, Google him. He is a, a YouTube and a streamer and just an all around amazing dude. Um, he started partnering with St. Jude like right at the beginning of the pandemic and did these like streaming charity events. Um, and they, they don't have the numbers from last year, but like up through 2022, he raised over $13 million for St. Jude's. Holy and sense. I'm sure, I'm sure last year, um, cause he, they, they do a, a partnership. There's actually an event that he helps do. And I think they raised like 14 million to, together for this event. So, I mean, by the end of next or by the end of last year, he had probably, he had probably raised by himself 
like 20 or 25 million dollars over the last three or four years. Right. So that's a big that's a big influencer with a big organization that has raised big money. But that can be translated all the way down on influence at scale, depend, no matter what what size organization you are, no matter what size uh, creator you partner with, you can start to piece together opportunities to create massive impact, whether it's dollars, whether it's awareness, whether it's people engaging with you. Those are the types of things that you can leverage to, to make things happen. I mean, $14 million. John, do you remember our year in healthcare philanthropy, the year we raised $14 million for the entire year, and it was our biggest year. It was like ever. a top performer in the country. We were I mean, top performer in the country million. with that, and so I, I just say that as a juxtaposition, and I don't want to get focused on that number. I think the point is well made that if you can expand your team, if you can expand the way that you look at the way you connect, the way you engage, and you drive this awareness in action, these are so much your partners. These are people that can get into spaces that we could never get into and create this amplification to the tune of $14 million or to the tune of whatever you need, signups for this petition or, you know, going and buying this product or coming to your event or joining your monthly giving club, whatever it is, this is such a massive potential of what could be unlocked for nonprofits. And so I want to ask you, like, for the person sitting right now, probably out jogging, doing their grocery shopping, having you in their podcast ears, and they're like, Nick, I'm a tiny nonprofit, or we've never done this before. Maybe we do have a sizable staff. Where do I start? How can missions get activated around this trend today? And like, tell us a couple of steps that they can start today. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the easiest place to start is your existing supporters, whether okay. you're, you know, whether you go in who's following you on Instagram, whether you look at your email list and make an all call like, hey, who loves social media and is a content creator that is a follower of ours? We'd love to figure out ways to partner like that. Step one. And, it, and the anecdote that I can tell you right now is that uh, six years ago, when I started uh, working with um, the Young Professionals Council for Make-A-Wish, I had a 400 followers on Facebook. I think it was like five, six years ago. Um, and I helped launch this young professionals council and we were raising money for the walk that they were doing. And by myself telling my story to my 400 followers on Facebook, I was able to raise almost $10,000 by myself just on social media. Right? So, and I'm a big supporter of LA. I'm part of their, I follow them. I'm on their mailing list. So the, 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 I wouldn't even say like it's diamonds in the rough or like needles in a haystack. Like they're just there, right? You already have supporters who already have some level of social media influence or some, some, some level of social media following and just ask who's out there who wants to partner with us. Let's come up with some really creative ways to storytell and, and achieve the outcomes that we want. And that's not always money, but let's figure out what are the outcomes that we want to achieve and let's work together to creatively storytell to achieve those outcomes. I literally just saw this in practice last night. I got to lift this up as an example. Yeah. Um, Tammy Tibbetts, founder of She's the First, put this short. I mean, it was super short. It was probably four paragraphs. Beautiful picture of all these girls convening. She talks about the funder who funded this convening and then says at the end, great, simple invitation. One of my visions this year as CEO is that I want to line up investment partners to bring this vision to a greater life. Please DM me or drop the comment below if you want to see it. And you drop into her comments, 
people are saying hands raised. And it's like we're watching it in real time play out. That was so simple. Tammy has influence because she's a founder and she's a champion for girls. And so I I want to just dispel some of that myth that it doesn't have to be a celebrity. Last time we talked to Nick, he was like, I got to leave. I got to go meet with Brad Pitt. And (laughs) that is not normal, you know, for most people. But it's like there are, and I'm using air quotes, celebrities. There are people that have influenced in your midst. And sometimes we just have to be brave enough to like put our vision out there and ask for help. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, if you're, let's think about this, like you're a food, like I'm sure, let's say you're in Nashville and you're a food pantry in Nashville. And I'm sure there's some amazing barbecue and some amazing restaurants in Nashville that there are food creators that are going to these places and creating amazing content for all of these restaurants and all these food. I would partner with those people. And I would say, how do we make our food pantry in Nashville? Great. And then talk about that, right? Like there's just alliances there and you just have to figure out who they are and ask for it and then it'll make it happen. Right. Yeah. And just like paying attention because signals look so many different ways. You know, they may have showed up to volunteer somewhere. Are we capturing information? Who is following you? I think it's really funny to look back at just how this has impacted We Are For Good, how we've met some of our most incredible friends that just were a blind follower, not even reaching out, but we noticed and reached out. And so there's just that opportunity to get curious be open-handed that um, you probably don't know the path fully, but that's okay. Like you're going to meet people that are going to help you figure out the path to this. So Nick, we could talk to you for hours about this topic (laughs) and we just love your wisdom here, but I wonder if you'd sum up today's convo. What's a one good thing you could leave us with as we start to like put this into action. What's on your mind today to leave with the community? I think it's, it should be like 2024 should be the season of ask. Mm. Like what really think about, what we want to accomplish. And it's not just one thing, but like really be thoughtful about what the ask is and then find the people that can make that ask happen and be an ask in the places and the spaces that those asks can happen. And I think if we can do those things together, everything's going to really line up, but it's all about like really thinking about what is that ask and how can I make sure that I articulate it in a way, in a place that can make it happen. And so I mean, I, I think I, even me, like I, I think one of the first posts that I did this year was like, I'm just asking everybody to join in the milestones that we're all trying to accomplish this year. And I ask like, everybody should share the milestones that they want to achieve this year and ask their community, how can we all help each other achieve these milestones? And so it should just really just be the year to ask. And I think we can all do it together, but we got to ask, which takes bravery. The just ask is like... It's like the Nike version of impact (laughs) right now (laughs) instead of just do it. I I just value so much your expertise. Um, I think you're just a hell of a good human and just a fantastic marketer. Really, how can people connect with you? How can they connect with your stories? Where where do you hang out? Give us all the deets. Yeah, I I try to live on LinkedIn because that's kind of where I'm at. But uh, you know, you can always go to kaleidoscope.io. You can email me nick at kaleidoscope.io. Actually, I think I have a website. It's nickblynch.com, but I'm just all over the place. You know, just uh, if you, if you actually, if you Google influencer marketing for nonprofits, I think we are like the one that shows up every time. So just Google that. That's the bat signal and I'll be there. (laughs) Okay. Nick, you're being so dang humble. I mean, we got to talk about this incredible book that you have launching and tell us about kind of what it's going to share and walk us through what what to expect. Yeah. No, thank you. I actually kind of always forget that this is happening. And then like, I forgot you wrote a book. That's amazing. Um, Yes. And so, yeah, so the, our, our friends at Wiley who have been great are, are publishing uh, my book. It's I think May 7th. It's on pre-order on Amazon. It's called Impact Redefined. And essentially, you know, 
my history and my my experience as a wish kid, um, my experience working directly with um, Make a Wish and other nonprofits, and then all the work that I've done over the last it's crazy to say four years with Kaleidoscope and uh, raising millions of dollars and reaching millions of people through all the different things that we put together. I've just found that there's like three core principles that uh, really define how we approach impact. And it's really, we call it the SPH model, which is social partnerships and human. And essentially the book talks about how do we create social moments, not just online, but offline, like really find community and create social opportunities so that everything happens organically and that all of it, all, all of that organic social activity then becomes impact related, right? The P for partnerships is like really thinking about what does a partnership mean? It's that ask, right? Like really thinking about what are these new partnerships opportunities? Where can I find them? How should I communicate to them? How do we create mutually beneficial opportunities and position it that way? So really thinking about like partnerships in a new way. And then the H is the human, like we're all humans doing human things and empathy needs to reign over everything. Empathy as a leader of a nonprofit organization, empathy as a partner um, of a potential uh, in, in your partnerships that you're building, empathy in the missions that you're driving. But like real people run real organizations. And I think we forget that all the time. And we're consistently asked to do way more with way less, which squeezes the humanity into this jar of it's difficult. Like it's a difficult thing to figure out. And so like, I'm asking everybody who is even remotely interested in impact to remember that there is a massive layer of humanity, not just on the receiving end of a mission, but also all of the pieces that put it together. And so that's kind of what we talk about in the book is, is really going through that SPH model and figuring out how we can look at impact in a new way and really scale it sustainably um, for the future. We may be having um, a little bit of inspiration for you about how to tap into influencers through a podcast. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, my friend? Yeah. So uh, over the over the last year or so, I've really thought about like what does it actually mean, almost like from a molecular level of like influence and creating impact. And so um, when we started to think about the pieces that make that happen, sort of the thing I thought through was like, oh, this is like an algorithm. Like we're putting these things together in place. And so how can we make an inspiration algorithm so that it's ultimately just math? We can put some pieces together in a formula and make things great. And so we're uh, we're putting together a podcast that brings on these amazing creators who are doing amazing things and really dives deep into what they're doing, why they're doing it, how they're doing it, um, and really figure out like what is that inspiration algorithm that makes them and their audience want to be impactful. We're so excited for those conversations and just Honestly, all the ways you show up in the world, Nick, thank you for your generosity of spirit and you've just given us so much today. So appreciate you. Thank you guys. Appreciate you guys. Adore you. Thank you, Nick. Thanks so much for being here, friends. And you probably hear it in our voices, but we love connecting you with the most innovative people to help you achieve more for your mission than ever before. We'd love for you to come join our good community. It's free and you can think of it as the after party to each podcast episode. Sign up today at weareforgood.com backslash hello. And one more thing. If you love what you heard today, would you mind leaving us a podcast rating interview? It means the world to us and your support helps more people find this community. Thanks so much, friends. Can't wait to our next conversation. Rabbit fans have always powered the We Are For Good podcast, but now Rabbit fans can get even more goodness and access by joining Good Friends. It's our listener support community for the We Are For Good podcast. Good Friends comes with perks, exclusive episodes with John and I, including The Good Brief, 
our new monthly cliff notes of the greatest takeaways and lessons learned from that month, and exclusive AMA episodes where we answer your burning questions and tap our community of experts. Join now or learn more at weareforgood.com backslash friends. We can't wait to see you inside. That's weareforgood.com slash friends.